0: Hello everybody, this is the House of Darkness, and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk! Real talking. it! Alright, so, before we get into the subject, or, or the show, whatever I want to talk about, I just... <laughs> okay, so... <coughs> excuse me. I want to talk about, real quick, Final Fantasy X. So, as you guys have... If you listen to my previous episodes, I have made a bunch of noise about uh, some of the Final Fantasy games I've never... Either I've partially played... Or never like fully completed. Like I, uh, several months ago, I completed. I completed um, Final Fantasy VIII. I've beaten the game, but I've never like got the final weapons for everybody and stuff like that. So I finally did that, and I was very happy. Story is a little off when you go back and and you play through Final Fantasy VIII. You realize the story takes a weird shift, and so the original premise like changes dramatically. So it's very interesting. I'm not saying seven doesn't do the same thing, but seven is a little more comprehensive compared to eight. But I still love eight. I think a lot of the characters in eight are really good. Um, I've never played through and completed nine, so I'm doing that too. But I've been playing ten because I played ten for a while, but I never like completed and finished it. I never fought all the like final big bosses and got all the final weapons for all the characters. And I've never, I've never officially beaten the whole game, so I'm doing that. And there's <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not spoiling anything for anybody unless you've never played ten. So the whole premise of ten. Is that there's these summoners that go on this pilgrimage in order to defeat this large, crazy creature known as Sin, and and according to their lore, Sin is appeared when people got full of themselves, relied too much on technology, blah 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 blah, and uh, the the and you end up finding out later in the story that in order for them to get the final summoning or the final aeon, the final ability to defeat Sin, the summoner has to and sacrificed their life to do so and so you know like the summoner knows this the guardians know this but in the story arc you have titus who's not aware of that because he's not from that timeline i know you're like wait a minute what i'm like that's that's a whole that's a whole separate thing too but in the story arc there's this summoner named donna who is just kind of like the antagonistic like rival for some weird reason and she's so mean to yuna because Yuna's the summoner and my thing is, is this, it's like, wait, shouldn't you be on the same side knowing that if either of you succeed, it means you're dead? So why are you being mean to the person who literally was sacrificed their life so you can have, and it's supposed to be called, it's in in the game it's called the calm, where they get this X amount of years of peace, where sin doesn't attack and kill people and ruin the cities and stuff like that. And, and so it's like, and that's part of their like vicious cycle for this, is that the summoner does the pilgrimage, sacrifices himself. Uh, they defeat sin, and then there's this calm. But then sin reemerges, and it's a whole process all over again. But every there's like a bunch of summoners that are doing this, you know. And so, like some of the summoners they meet each other, they're like, "Yeah, man, I get it. I blah blah blah. You know, look out. You know, look out for yourself." But there's this one particular one. She's always like rude and mean about it. And I'm like, wait, don't you realize that you're you both are doing this for the right reason? So if she dies he saved you if you do it you die so you would think you'd be a little more understanding you know a little but it's just like i guess in every story there's got to be that one person that's like no matter what they're always got to be antagonistic and it's it's dumb and i hate it and i I have a guy in my book that's like that but i hate it because it's it's technically like a bully cliche but it's not a bully cliche but it is a bully cliche you know what i mean i don't know i just find it oh especially in this story arc you would think there'd be all the summoners would be a little more understanding with each other because it's not necessarily a competition because at the end of the day, you die. So, you know, I just I just find it very interesting <laughs> that in this story arc, it's like that. Now, for those who didn't know, I just spoiled it for you. who have never, ever, 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 ever played Final Fantasy X or know anything about Final Fantasy X. I spoil part of the story arc or at least part of the reveal in the story arc. Uh, Don't be mad at me. Go play it anyways it has a very different battle system compared to the other final fantasy games and stuff like that and the way they do things with the skill trees and stuff but still give it a shot it's not it's not a not a horrible game it's better than 13 i'll tell you that right now <laughs> tidus is still a dumb character to me but he's better than zidane and he's much better than lightning in 13 Ugh. anyways let's get back to what i was originally going to talk about so for those who know uh season 2 of gifted started last year I can't remember when it started, so I have been making an effort to finish uh, season one because I wanted to start season one. uh, And uh, yeah, September, September of last year, season two started, and I I saw parts of Gifted before, and I thought it was really good, and I wanted, and it's like, and I wanted to watch it all the way through. And when season two started, I was like, you know what, I need to go back and burn through season one. So I can go into season two because I really like this this show. It is like, and I've made it very clear, it is unapologetically the best live action X Men I've seen, like a TV show I've seen, and it's like unapologetic, and I love everything about it. And like there are actual characters, they, the characters in the show that are from the comics. You know, Johnny Proudstar, who is Thunderbird. Uh, I, I believe Eclipse is a, is a legitimate character. Obviously, Lone Dane, aka Polaris uh blink is in there you know they bring in the cuckoo sisters i mean they 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 reference like characters like they reference the brotherhood they reference uh the purifiers are in there which i didn't know that they were going to be i saw them oh my god those are are the purifiers uh they bring it they mention uh who is it who did they mention the mutant liberation front i mean they they bring they make references to stuff in the comics and it's really cool i really like it and I, I think the show is really good. I really do. I think the show is really good. I think the the conversations between the characters are really good. The display of powers, some of the stuff I'm a little mm, about. Like I hear, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about it. one of my biggest things. I think it's me in general. I hate bad setups, and because obviously they want these characters to be put in a situation where either they fail and it sets up for they either bringing another character or they have to do something or or face with a a decision they have to make. That's fine. I'm you know, in every in every scenario you have to there's decisions you have to make as a person regardless if it's fictional or not. You know what I mean? So that's fine. My problem is is that they 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 set up these moments where they fail and the setups are dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're they're kind of dumb. Like uh for, so for those who haven't watched GIFT, I'm not going to give you all the whole tidbits. T- Granted, the show started in 2017, so you, you've you had time, but at the same time, I'm not gonna, if you're going to try to watch it now, I'm not going to ruin everything. I just, I, I, It's just very specific things I want to talk about. Although, I do want to give a shout out that they brought in Sage. Man, Sage is a character. I like that, too. I think I mentioned that before. I was like, the fact that they brought her in, she, she's a direct reference to the character. Like They even gave her her hairstyle and stuff. I was like, man, that's really sick. I love that. It's great. Um... I don't like the fact like what was what was the episode? There was like one episode they were on they had a mission where they needed to shut down uh this power building. This building that's feeding power into the security for the Sentinel Services. And based on <laughs> what is his name? In the, the is it Jace? I want to say Jace. I I can't. He's played by Kobe Bell. And I'm trying to remember, like, his actual name in the show. Uh, Turner. Yeah, Jace Turner. Yeah, that's his name. Jace Turner. And my problem with Jace Turner in this, he's in these, he, he, he gets put in these situations where he just automatically just knows stuff. And I hate that. Like, or or his, he has a sudden hardcore, hard read. He makes his hard read off of nothing. And he's right. I'm like, What? I know he's obsessed with taking down mutants because if, of his backstory, and I'm not going to say what it is because you have to watch it to figure out what that is. But I just, I'm always amazed about how he makes these hard reads on the show, and he's just right. And it's not because of any real evidence. He just makes a hard read, and people are like, no, I don't know, man. they are like, no, nah, they're going to be here. They're going to do it. The mutants are going to show up, and they do. And I'm like, how, how do you, really, really, you're just going to write it to he just magically knows stuff? So in the scene, one of the security guys called in sick, and so it was set up in the story arc that one of the mutants made him think he got drunk and hit his head, and that's why he took the day off, and, uh, and he did get knocked out, like for real in the scene, but it was the point was, so he called in sick, and they using his security card to go into the facility. Here's my problem. And he's like, and, and they're like, you know, they're talking to uh, Jace. He's like, hey, man, everything, his, the, his partner is like, hey, man, everything looks good. Everything, I don't think they're coming. No, man, you check everything. There's something. He's like, dude, everything's clean. He's like, but, you know, the only thing that's happened that's different is that uh, one of the guys called in sick. He's all, that's it. That's it right there. What? what what? That's because a guy called in sick? That's your hard read? And it's like, and it. And it's one of those things where it's like it—it's not unusual for a person to call in sick, it, you know. And you know, I mean, they—they I, they didn't build it up to any for any reason to be to believe it for it to be suspicious. But he just—that's it right there. That's it. That's it. And I'm like, and he's right. I'm like, you gotta be. C-. I'm like, now, and it—and it's because they were setting up for them to fail. They wanted them to fail so they can set up this uh, a reveal in the next episode. I don't mind them setting up for reveal, but don't make them fail just to fail. I hated that. I was like, and it was dumb reveal. Oh, not dumb reveal. It was a dumb setup about how they failed. It was just like, really? He just he just magically knew? He just magically knew. And I hate the fact they're sitting there talking about, oh, we built the Sentinels more... Because uh, they have these little spider bots. They're essentially like little Sentinel robots. And they grab the person they're going after. And... They can they get damaged, and apparently they built them better so they can't get destroyed. I'm like, unless they're filled with vibranium or adamantium, most metals can still get destroyed by someone who has the ability to take things apart with their mind. So I just like there's little things like that, like that doesn't make sense. No, that don't make no sense. How's they? How are they indestructible? You can make them stronger, maybe, maybe make them harder to be destroyed, but it doesn't mean they don't get destroyed. I was just like, I was like, oh my god, and then he was like, well, we built them tougher, I'm like that doesn't mean it can't get destroyed or damaged. So I'm like, that's dumb, that's also dumb too. Don't make, don't make it impossible. I was like, it's so stupid. He's not Nimrod. Even Nimrod can get destroyed, even though he's hard to destroy. So that's why I was like, nah, shut your mouth. You guys are full of crap with that one. And then there's like, and I just, and I, like I said, I just finished up season one, and there's another scene, and there's a couple of scenes. I'm like, hmm. Like, the whole thing with Trask Industries, I think I think it was cool they brought in Trask Industries when they said I was like, ooh. And I think it was really cool. But, like, some of the stuff they're using with that and to, and to create certain things. I'm like, wait, you base that off of what? I'm like, how do we already know out the gate that's how it works? I'm like, that doesn't, no, no. There's there's certain things they force. There's a couple of sh- the things they shoehorned in. And, and they tried to explain it, but it's flimsy. I'm like, that's flimsy. You based it off of, like, first data you received on something, and you already knew how to do st- structure something. And I was like, that doesn't – no, 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 no. And day and the next day you have a perfect experiment? Nah, man, get out of my face. No way. No way, no way, no way. And I was just like, that's the other thing I didn't like. And then there was – once again, they set it up to where they failed on their mission – and the the person they're going after gets away. But my thing was like, wait, how would the how did Johnny not know this and this and this, based on how his powers work? No, man. He, I was like, that's bad setup. Ah, oh. I was like, look, if you want the guy to get away, that's one thing. But to to make it, to make a character overlook something that they normally would not overlook, especially when you base on what their powers are. Now go look up Thunderbird. Thunderbird he was an X Force member, and I, he's either the younger brother, the younger brother of Warpath. And look up his powers. And so when you and so when you see the episode, it's like, okay, there's no way he should have missed that. And they wrote it to where he missed it. I'm like, how you, how you, you're just doing just so they can mess up so you can set something up. I, I hate that. I, it's such, it's lazy. It's lazy. Don't be lazy on a good show. This show's good as it is. Don't be lazy. I'm not saying they're supposed to succeed at everything they do, but don't, <laughs> you know, based on the scenario they're in, obviously they're not, they're not going to, you know, they're not always going to succeed. That's why I thought it was funny, like, what was it? In the old Mission Impossible series, they did the same thing, like, most of the time they always succeed in their missions, but then, like, later seasons, they just started botching missions up. I'm like, look, guys, they're not, they're too seasoned to fail every mission, it's like, it's like jennifer garner and alias and she was supposed to be the super the super spy this elite and show he's got caught like every if not every other episode it's like then you're not a super spy you're just crappy at your job and in a the way to try to keep the good show going they brought in this whole prophecy bs and she was part of this prophecy see no why you see don't do that that's dumb that's lazy that's lazy don't do it just end the show just end the show and so i feel like in certain moments in the story of gifted they just lazy and they forced certain situations to happen because they I feel like they had an idea what they wanted to do before they made the episode, and they're like, "All right, how are we gonna make this happen?" They're like, "Oh, he drops his soda. you know what I mean I just ugh, ugh. I'm not saying that's how it happened, but I'm just saying like it's it's dumb the 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 build up to where that happens was weak, and they got to stop and it, there's been a couple of times they've made some weak decisions in the story to create certain situations and they were weak and i will fight them that on that the entire time and uh it was just it was just i like i said the show's still really good it's just there's things about it are like are kind of dumb there's certain moments i'm like mm that don't make no sense oh is we got no i'm like no no uh what's this another part uh char- all the characters are kind of oh <laughs> so okay so in the show there there's these parents and for those who kind of see parts of it, he, they're the parents of these two, of their two kids who are, end up being mutants, they find out. so And it's a big to-do. The problem I have with, and they're, they're the Strucker family, the problem I have with the parents, it's Reed and Caitlin, is that they're always surprised, or they're always this big apprehension about doing stuff, even though they've been put in situations where they had no choice. And I just feel like they 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 are they're back and forth on on things. Like one minute they're like, "Hey, we got to do whatever it takes to protect ourselves," blah blah blah. Then then when a the situation comes up and like the kids want to be involved to do whatever it takes to help, they're like, "No, we can't do that. You're children. Oh my God!" It's like, can you really can you make up your mind how you want this, their stand to be? You know what I mean? And, and it's just like, and they're always surprised about their kids' behavior. And I'm just like, come on! I was just like. You know, just like, you guys are... You're, and not even... Not to surprise about them being having power. It's just like their view on things or their stand on certain stuff. Like, you're surprised? Have you not been paying attention to the situation? And like, the brother. Oh, my God. This boy. I will punch this boy square in the neck. Now, I, I haven't watched the series. I didn't watch the series yet. I just saw things. And I'm like, that boy's going to turn. And I and I was like... And I knew that just from watching parts. And You know you know what I mean? It was just like... And, the fact that it took, like, an entire season for the parents to realize that he's off. He's angry. He's off. Some, he's going. He's steering different direction. Took all season. I'm like, y'all are bad parents. I understand they've been busy. Like, the show, bu- you're busy. They're, 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 always, they're always either on the run or fighting Sentinel Services. And now they have, like, Trask Industries was brought in. Then here comes the Hellfire Club. Spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet. But you kind of already knew from, never mind. Anyways, so I'm just saying, like, there's these big, like, moments where, like, I get they're always busy dealing with something. But there's there are moments in the show where they do interact as a family or as, you know, characters having one-on-one. And, it, and the fact they don't notice certain things with characters is kind of dumb. And I'm like, really? And then when so when something happens, like, oh, they're surprised. I'm like, really? Have you not been paying attention to your kids? I'm like, y'all stupid. I'm like, it's so dumb. And I hate him. That That little, that little boy is dumb. He's dumb, and I understand. There's a path they're taking, and for those who don't know much about X Men, in X Men story arc, there's always like, there's literally two sides. It's the it's the it's the the X Men side where your 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 goal is to coexist with humanity and show that you're not a dangerous person. You're actually an asset and to be accepted for the powers and and the things who they are. And then there's the Magneto side of things where they're like, we will take, we will, we are homo superiors we are going to show these homo sapiens that we're better and that we should rule over them and not them over us there's always that stand in the x-men comics It's existed since like the 70s it's always that stands always existed and so and and so you're always going to have characters you know literally switching between both like points of views like at one point, even like Colossus, you know, went and joined Magneto and the Acolytes. You know what I mean? And so it's things like that happens, and it happens in the book, or happens in the comics. You know, I, I, you're not surprised when it happens in the movies, and I'm not surprised it's going to happen. It's happening in the show. It's just the the way to get Andy, who's the boy, that in that direction has not lazy. It's too easy. And my problem with him is I don't care if you're angry. I get it you don't like. It. I get it you've been bullied. I get this and this and that. But that doesn't mean you've got to make these dumb, dumb decisions. You're in the middle of a mission. You're, you're, part of your mission is to be covert and to be quiet and, and tone down collateral damage. Why are you coming out walking out in the middle of stuff and throwing things around when you know you shouldn't be? It's stuff like that. It's stuff like that that makes me mad. And he knows better. And he knows better. And the other thing that makes me mad, you know your boy's off. Why you keep bringing him? Well, he's powerful. Yes, he also is an idiot. Stop bringing him. He can't control himself. As soon as the moment pops off hard, he here he comes, bouncing in there. Let's rule everything. And starts throwing stuff and breaking things apart. I'm like, look, see, this is why nobody likes you. This is why you need to go home, study like geometry, and have a soda. Seriously, just stop. Just stop. You're stupid, and I <laughs> That's the one thing about that boy I can't stand. It's like, and I and, then I, and like I said. I understand being angry. I'm angry. I'm angry about stuff and views and ideas about things and blah, 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 blah. But there's a fine line between being angry about something and being reckless because of that anger. And this boy is reckless on a regular. On a regular. And it's just like, if you want him to be that way, that's fine. But you, start, you need to start writing that story and be like, hey, let's bring so-and-so. Nah, man. He just don't. That boy don't listen. This boy does not. Listen, there's was like one episode he actually had, he actually had a conscience, and I was surprised, and like, I'm like, wow, okay, so he, he, he can be taught, and then next episode, he went straight to dumb, I'm like, all right, yeah, never mind, just, just don't trust him, he's, he's an idiot, and for some reason, they keep trusting that boy, <laughs> just like, y'all need to stop, he's dumb, he's reckless, he's selfish, because he is, he's, that boy is selfish, Woo! that boy is selfish. He always He's always about how, how upset he is about everything and, like, and not the bigger picture. He never looks at the bigger picture. Oh, that boy. Anyways, I like the show. Other There's some hiccups with stuff like that, but I think the show is really good. If you guys haven't started watching, you probably should because season two is out now and they have like a bunch of episodes out already. And I just finished season one, so we're going to be diving into season two. Or maybe an episode away from finishing season one. No, I think I'm an episode away from finishing season one, and we're going to jump right into season two. It's a good show. It's a good show, and I and I want and I want it to still do good. I want it, And I want, it, I want it to succeed. I want it to do good. I want it to make it to another season, but we're still in season two, so let's finish that first. And then we'll go from there. But like I said, if you guys haven't, you know, it's never too late to watch the show again or watch the show at all. Go watch Gifted. If you're a big X-Men fans. Watch Gifted. It 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 feeds that X-Men until the X-Men show up in the MCU. This is a good fix. This will get that fixed for you. It really is. And get ready for Dark Phoenix in June. But for right now, Gifted will do it for you. Because they make all kinds of references from the comics and stuff. Like in the X-Men like universe. And it's very smart and I'm very happy that they even make those references. So check it out. It's a really good show and I can't wait to see how season two's going and what they have in mind, and you'll probably hear me again talk about it and fuss about stuff on that season, so uh, be ready. All right, well, this is the House of Darkness, a real talk about The Gifted. Good job, Fox. This is one of your few successes when it comes to the franchise, and so I'm not mad at you for this show. I'm mad at you for a couple of things, but I'm not mad at you for this show, so let's just keep it up. At least for at least for this, keep it up. I don't know if it's going to the show's going to continue going now that – all the X Men characters are going to Disney. Uh, I, if Disney's smart, they'll let them keep doing it and just just get a little bit off the top from it. I mean, it's a successful show; people are watching it. Just just leave them alone. Leave it leave it alone. Let it let it succeed, and then ask for your like twenty percent or whatever deal you have with them. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyways, it's House of Darkner. Uh, real talk about the gifted. Watch it. Check it out. Uh, I'm going to go have me some nice sparkling water and probably some pork rinds. I like me some pork rinds. You like pork rinds? And which kind? Me- okay, real quick. Do you not remember, there, there? there's one set of pork rinds, I think they're called like baconettes or whatever they are, and they used to have the barbecued flavor. Remember those? They don't have them in it. They only have the hot and spicy and then the plain. Now, I eat the hot and spicy ones all the time. And then they had the, and they used to have the barbecue. I don't know where the barbecue are anymore. Not that I look for them because I just, I rather, but every once in a while, you want some like sweet and savory. So, you know, barbecue, why not? And there's no barbecue. I thought it was interesting. And speaking of that, remember the big bag uh, of cheese Doritos that like, there was in a huge like bag and you get a one, one piece and it's like two feet long and like you bite it and it's like solid. I remember those too. I would like to get a, a bag of those because we, my mom used to get them all the time. And she would season them like she would put like hot sauce on No, she wasn't a big hot sauce person, but she would like put butter and stuff on them and season them. And she would eat them. And, and I was like, man, that looks good. I need to get a bag of those because they were big, and they were huge, and they were crunchy as mess. I need to get me some. Anyways, now I'm hungry for sure. I'm definitely gonna destroy that bag of pork rinds. Now you guys have a good one. I gotta find that bag. Where'd that bag go?